You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Margie and Sarah. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 604, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a little more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our story guides would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Just contact us today. And it is filling up fast. I um, Yes. They're booking up, I don't know how many of the months. I need to go on and just check out the calendars, but I know that April's pretty much booked from what I heard. There's still some availability at a few parks, but like you're not going to get into Hollywood Studios for sure. Magic Kingdom's pretty much all full. Hollywood Studios is, because we're going in June, well, we're hoping to go in June, the 6th through the 11th, but Hollywood Studios is already booked. Like, wow. Completely. I will say that's right at the end of school around here. Welcome to North Carolina. (laughs) <laughs> so margie every single day six like yeah. oh bummer yeah so but i'm hoping because okay so my sister-in-law is getting the military tickets oh, okay so they're park hopper tickets and so i'm hoping that we can park hop over to hollywood studios because i'm hoping that it's booked because people have booked five days of hollywood studios and if they don't get on rise of resistance they're going to drop their booking and go somewhere else this is what i'm hoping (laughs) so here's the thing you will be able to park hop it has a different um like there's a different amount of people who are allowed to park hop. So just because Hollywood Studios is full does not mean you can't get into Hollywood Studios with a park hopper. Like they have a certain amount of people they allow to get into the parks for park hopping. So you just have to be available like at two o'clock at the park to be one of those first people into the park when you park hop. So do you have to be at Hollywood Studios to park hop into it in order, or can you park, can you like look when you're in Magic Kingdom can you say, can I park hop over to Hollywood Studios before no. I leave Magic Kingdom? No, you cannot. There's no way to find out. There is a phone number, but the phone number, you won't be able to find anything out until after two o'clock to see if something did fill up. So it's kind of like a lag. So you have to just gamble it and go. I haven't heard of anybody not having success park hopping, but now that it's kind of gotten out that you can park hop to parks that are full, more people are inclined to get park hopping tickets and then they might start reaching that capacity. So there's no guarantee on it. This is like making me nervous. But you can't get on, you won't be able to get on Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, because- You won't be able to join. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, We'll see. Here, her husband hasn't gotten the clear 
to have that time off yet. So we haven't even gotten our tickets. And so it's still up in the air. Mm, good luck. I know. <laughs> so big news out of California. So two weeks in a row, I guess, or is this three weeks in a row now? Big news for California. Um, Disney has announced that some multi-year plans for an expansion at Disneyland, which seems crazy to me because they've been talking about how they're how they're well they're closed but they've been talking about how they're broke and now they're talking about an expansion but this new expansion is going to be called disneyland forward and it's going to allow for an expansion of theme parks shopping and parking now they haven't officially said anything more than that they are looking into rezoning some of the areas of the land that they already own for disney um but they are looking for some flexibility within the expansion and this will require Disneyland to work with the local government to get the rezoning approved over the next two years, which I hope is going to be okay because we know that the government's been part of the reason that they haven't been able to reopen so far. Uh, Disney isn't seeking any outside funding, so they're hoping that that will make the plans go faster, proceed faster. Um, including the concept art of the possible expansion showed the possibility of more rides, more lands, more hotels, and much more. And since Disney is at the very beginning of the project, there isn't any more hard details for us to share with you. But they first have to get the okay from the city of Anaheim for them to even begin working on this plan. Everything has to have a permit. I'm sure that's how governments make their money. Uh, We are super excited for Disneyland because it's been a rough year for them. So we're excited. Not only um, they have this thing that they're doing right now, the ticket, I can't think of the name of it right now, Touch of Disney going on right now. Then they're going to open up on April the 30th. And now they're talking about an expansion over the next two years. So uh, Miranda, hope you're listening. I know you are super excited because that is your place that you get to go to much faster. I, I mean, much more than you did to Disney World. But we will keep you posted when we hear any more details about this. But it sounded promising. A part of me is excited for that. A part of me kind of hopes that they don't add too much more to the park. I hope that it's just expanding the shopping and the parking. I don't know. The joy of Disneyland is that it's like small and quaint. And I mean, it's still big. Like, it's still a big park. But... I don't know. I just liked the the quaintness of Disneyland. Does that make sense? No, I was going to ask, is the parking like a garage? Because I didn't get to see the concept art, but I was wondering if that's how they were going to give themselves some more land is by making the parking a garage instead of just a parking lot. We have never parked at Disneyland because we always just stay at one of the hotels that's like a 10 minute walk to the park. Um, so I don't know what the parking lot is like. I want to say it's just a, maybe they're going to make a parking garage. That's what I'm saying. The parking lot to get more land. Because if they built up, then they would have Mm -hmm. more land to create for rides and lands. And okay. What were you going to say, Sarah? Sorry. I'm just imagining a large scale, multi-tiered project reminiscent of the large amount of construction that's going on at Epcot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're probably right. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) After everything's been closed for so long, I would hate for it to have such long-term impacts on guest experience. I agree with that. It'll it'll be interesting to see how they lay it out, um, you know, and, and what exactly the details will be. 
Well, and just give give the guests some time to enjoy yeah. their park the way it is <laughs> for a little bit before you decide you're going to change it all up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Anyways, talking about new and exciting things, Disney World is testing facial recognition technology. Um, this already started. It started on March 23rd to April 23rd. This new feature is going to be tested over there at Magic Kingdom. They're going to capture an image of a guest's face, convert it into a number, and associate that number with your park admission. It's very similar to that biometric fingerprint scanner that you know, we used to do back in the day when you could touch things that other people also touched. <laughs> um, you have to take off your hat, you have to take off your sunglasses, ears, whatever you might have on your head it has to come off. But because of COVID, you do have to leave your mask on, which to me is kind of, I don't know. I, there's, there's so much <laughs> that gets covered up with those masks. So it's very yeah. surprising that this could still work. Um, but that's that's how they're working it right now. All the images are going to be discarded after 30 days. So they're not going to scan your picture and keep them for forever. Um, it's just kind of in this testing phase. It's optional if you want to be a part of this or not. So there'll be separate lines. If you decide that this is like, no, you're not taking my picture and using this technology on me, you can go through a separate line um, that's marked for non-facial recognition. Um, we aren't sure about everyone, but we kind of think that it could be exciting to be a part of that testing group. I'll just pick the shortest line. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I, I'm with you, Steph, because I was like, facial recognition, it's really eye at recognition because everything's covered from your nose down. So it would almost have to be your eyes that it's recognizing. Uh -huh. But you think like some people's phones can be unlocked just by their eyes. Right. So maybe it's some sort of technology similar to that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I wonder about the delay in people removing sunglasses and hats and ears and all they're those probably things. probably going to tell them, you know how they always do at the airport when they're like, make sure your shoes and your belts and your phone and everything is out of your pocket before you get up here, blah, blah, blah. So there's probably going to be some person that's going to be their job to tell people. <laughs> probably. Yeah. And then there's going to be the people that don't hear it. And <laughs> hold you know. up the line anyways. Yes. <laughs> and then there's going to be the mothers out there and the fathers, you know. So would you hold not my have, ears. <laughs> so would you not have to like scan your, um, why can't I think of the word? Your magic band. Band. Yeah. magic band. Thank you. <laughs> would you not have to scan your magic band? You just like walk right in. No, you would look into something. It would realize that, that you already have tickets and yeah, which is crazy. It it's is. like the Jetsons. Yeah. It's like super interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Well, speaking of new and exciting things that are happening at Disney world, um, the magic mobile has arrived and we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago, but we have more to share. So some of the smart devices can now be used to scan your way into the parks rather than a magic band or the key to the world. Um, those are still options, but everyone typically carries a smart device so it would free up from carrying any extra items with you. As we mentioned before, it is only available on Apple devices phones and watches. However, it will be available for Androids later in the year. And once you access it with your My Disney experience, you should be able to access it without even unlocking your phone. Which is crazy does, to me. 
that work? <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. Well, that seems a little bit counterintuitive in terms of keeping your phone locked. Well, it doesn't seem safe. Like, no, yeah, that means they can get, yeah, because they could get all of our information without us even unlocking the phone. They can probably do that right now anyway. So <laughs> let's be real. You're probably right. Is it interchangeable? Can you like switch back and forth between, oh, I'm going to scan my magic band here, but maybe I get my phone out here because I was holding it in my hand so I can use it in this place. Does anybody well, know? So Gina was telling me that she had on her smartwatch and her magic mm. band and they were both setting off the thing because somehow it was connected to her watch and her band. And so hmm. like one time it was taking her watch and one time it was taking her band. I didn't, and they weren't even testing it then, so I didn't understand unless she was just in a testing phase no one knew about. I personally would still use my magic band because Me my too. phone is like my camera. So for the most part, I'm always videoing us walking into the park. So I can't be using my phone to get me into the park. We just um, think it's a nice souvenir. I, yeah, I just like the magic bands and how it brings that extra, you know, bit of pixie dust magic to mm. your trip. They're cute too. And you can buy designs that you like. It's just crazy because there wasn't anything wrong with the magic band system. Like it was a nice system that worked well. You didn't have to touch anything. There was really no reason to fix it. Right. But all of a sudden they were like, and we're going to charge you for those. And now let's do facial recognition. Or how about we do something with the phone and like, well, keep the I magic wonder band. how many people have been losing their magic band and to like replace the magic band. You know what I mean? Like Magic band. Well, that would just be more money for Disney. So, it's true. I don't but know. they replaced ours for free. Back Did they? When, back when they were free, like if you had a reservation at a. Because I thought it was ten dollars. So I, I think yeah, it's ten dollars now. Like, if they have to replace it. Oh well. I've yeah. heard of them replacing people's for free still. Well, you would think because it's Disney, and I heard that they replace ice creams that get dropped. I feel like they need to replace other things. But. <laughs> <laughs> People break a flip-flop, they get new shoes. I don't know. All right. So we have another resort reopening. Oh, Yay! All-Star Movies has reopened. It is the first of the All-Star Resorts to reopen since last March. Things are pretty much the same as they were prior to the closure, with the exception of the health and safety guidelines that have been going on throughout Disney World. There is lots of plexiglass separating the eating areas. The world premiere eatery is only operating with mobile order for now. Pop Century has been running theirs like this since they reopened as well. If you need to pay with cash or you have an allergy in your party, you can speak to one of the cast members and they will help you. You will order on your app, go to the cast member, and they will get all of the food items for you. This avoids all of the touching that happens um, to keep everyone safe. With each new resort opening, we get more and more excited that Disney is headed back to a normal direction. Give me Port Orleans French Quarter, people. I know. I have clients who want that so bad. <laughs> I can't believe it's still closed. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure of what goes into deciding which resorts open. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of it might have to do to transportation available. Mm-hmm. 
but and you know how many people can stay there and the fact that places like French Quarter is one of the smallest resorts you know um especially just, for a moderate yeah it's hard too because there aren't very many moderate resorts open right yeah. now which and is one reason that Caribbean Beach has been so slain so, so popular yes, yes. Because that's very much, it's like set up like Port Orleans, but Smaller. you know, it's not, but. I wa actually watched a vlog right before we started recording about um, Mad uh, All-Star Movies being reopened and how it had just the finalization, the final rooms were refurbished in December of 2019. So there was only three months that they were used so they're pretty much brand new rooms. So these people are coming into these amazing rooms and they had no idea. Um, Cause some people just don't keep up with that. They don't know what's going on unless they're listening to a podcast like we talk about. And so anyway, he was showing somebody let him in one of the rooms so that he could look around and he was showing, of course it looks a lot like pop century or whatever, but it was cool to think that those rooms got all refurbed and then they got to sit there and just, rest enjoy <laughs> enjoy the peace there. Thera mentioned transportation and I will say I had a client who went um they stayed at all-star movies over the weekend um well yes I guess yeah Sunday they were there um and Monday nope sorry Saturday and Sunday. Anyways, over the weekend. It was the weekend. Um, but they did say they had quite a wait for transportation um, to get from the airport to their hotel because there's like the nine lines and they were in the ninth line oh, and they wow. would go through and take people from each line. But if new people came up to lines one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, a lot of times they would take them before they would get to their line and then the bus would fill up and they would just kept getting skipped over. And they said it was almost a four hour wait. Ooh. Oh, now that's not right. They that they did get some horrible. compensation. They didn't get in and they had small kids and it was a late flight. They had, they couldn't even make it to their park the next morning because they had, oh. it was so late and they're like, my kids can't wake up and go to open Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's, that's sad. I know. So, I don't know. If you're staying there, consider Ubering if you need to make it back in time because I I just can't even imagine. They kept, oh, no, 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 you'll probably be the next one. Next one. And they just kept doing that to them. I've mm -hmm. never had to stay there more than 15 minutes. That's so crazy. Yeah, we've, Magical Express, we have Zoomed right through every time. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. They said, I guess, because there's only they were only allowing 24 people on the buses because, of course, I didn't find out to the next day. They didn't call me that night or else I would have been ordering Calling. them an Uber right then. Like, nope, you're going. Just get it in an Uber. We'll figure this out later. But um, they told me the next day. I was like, how's the park? They're like, we're not there yet. We're too tired. The Magic Express mm. took four hours. I was like, there's no way it should have taken four hours, guys. No, no. we should not have. Ugh, I felt so bad. That's awful. So new characters are coming to Disney's Jungle Cruise. I think that we've mentioned this a little, maybe a couple months ago, um, but this week we actually learned more about the characters that are being added. So Alberta Falls is the granddaughter of the world-renowned Dr. Albert Falls, who is also the owner of the Skipper Canteen at Magic Kingdom. Um, she's going to be joining the cast. Felix Petchman, the 13th, is an animatronic skipper, and he's going to encounter issues on the reimagined ride now 
when they were talking about this character, they showed a picture of that man at the bottom of the pole with the rhino poking him oh. in the hiney. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's Felix Petchman or if they were just being funny why they were introducing characters. I have no idea, but I thought that was funny. <laughs> then Dr. Leonard Moss is an acclaimed Canadian botanist. Rosera Dominguez, a celebrated Mexican artist. Japan's preeminent entomologist, Dr. Khan Chunasuku, I apologize if I pronounced it wrong, is a member of the legendary Adventures and Explorers, and Chiwan Puffin Murphy, Alberta's distant cousin, who has quite the affinity for puffins. Um, the new ride will avoid the more negative depictions and center around creating new positive cultural representations. Disney has not told us what that means for Trader Sam's animatronic, but Trader Sam's at the Polynesian will be sticking around. And I don't know why this never occurred to me that this had to do with negative depictions of ethnicity until recent, until this and came out. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see this getting a little bit of attention, no matter what the reason behind it is, because Adventureland is my most favorite, favorite land in Magic Kingdom and I love Skipper Canteen um, if you haven't eaten there you know get your reservation today people um, <laughs> Sarah will hook you up <laughs> it is good stuff um, and it's a it's beautiful to sit in there and you really feel like you're in the middle of the jungle it's, it's just fun um, but yeah I'm excited about this and I hope it gets done before we go in next January <laughs> oh surely it doesn't sound like it's a, I'm not going to say it's not costly at all because everything costs money, but this seems like an easier fix than building Tron or uh, right. finishing Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever other crazy things we have going on yes. at Disney World right now. Yes. All right, I'm going to bring us down a little bit. Sorry. All Disney cruises are currently canceled. Oh, wow. Through August of 2021. So anybody who is hoping to get out this summer... Unfortunately, it has been canceled. Um, they are hoping to resume limited operations this fall. We're just going to keep crossing our fingers and letting you guys know if that happens. Um, if you do stay and um, live in the UK, you could possibly set sail sooner than that. They're going to do something that's a little bit different. It's called a staycation with Disney which sounds kind of neat. Um, instead of going to your typical ports and um, and visiting different places while you're there, you're just gonna get on board and you're gonna set sail and stay on the ship the whole time and just do all the fun stuff that is um, on a Disney ship. So still plenty of fun to have on your at sea days. It's just your at sea days will be all three, four nights, however long you're gonna be doing that. Um, it will depart from London, Tilbury, Newcastle, Liverpool, and Southampton this summer. And bookings will open in April for sailing dates starting in the summer. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of wanted to live in the UK right now because no, I seriously, <laughs> I would go on a staycation on the Disney magic. Yeah. It sounds like a good time to me. I, I think this is very smart. And I told Brad, I think that they need to think about doing that in the United States uh -huh. because 
I mean, yes, doing the ports is amazing. I've never been to Disney's special island or whatever, so I wouldn't know what I was missing. But I would, I love a cruise and I love all the fun things that they have to do. And Disney does everything top notch anyway. Right. My favorite, when we went on an Alaskan cruise, we didn't do Disney, but my favorite time was we had two days at sea, like going from Seattle to Alaska. And I, so much fun. I loved every bit of it. So this like staycation on a Disney cruise ship would be, it would be so fun. Why have they not opened yet? Like I know other cruise companies have started sailing a little. Do we know like why Disney has not? I think they're hoping to get more people vaccinated. That's my personal opinion. I don't know anything for sure. Mm. It might be, uh, you know, they're trying to be the safest, the cleanest, and again, waiting for people to get vaccinated. Yeah. And I know that like the companies that are cruising, nobody's cruising through from America. So (laughs) it's all like, I wonder too if they're Disney is such a big family mm-hmm. cruising. Maybe they're also waiting for vaccines to be able um, be available to children. Maybe. I saw two cruise ships off Cocoa Beach. Did you? And I don't know. I was like, wait, what are these ships? <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> so I just wanted to yell over to them because. I, it wasn't yeah, where something were they expected. going? I don't know. I don't know what cruise ships they were. They were far off in the distance. I'm like, that couldn't hmm. be a cruise ship. There's no way. And they could just they be were. like out, like running the ship too. You yeah. Know, like Might not, maybe they can't sit for that long, and they, or before they start to have problems. Well, there's not enough ports. There's not enough ports. Yeah, to that's have true. All of the cruise ships ported at one time. I wonder. So, um, or docked. Is that a word? I don't know. You you made it one. It's fine. (laughs) I knew what you meant. If you think back to when COVID started, the first big news stories were all about people on the cruise ships. Yeah. And the entire ship was quarantined and they, nobody would let them leave. Yeah. No one would let them come home. They were stuck out at sea. They were stuck at the ship. And I, I think that in itself was a PR nightmare. Oh gosh. And I can only imagine that they're doing everything they can do to avoid having scenarios like that again. Well, could you imagine though, like if a cruise ship did go out and they had a COVID outbreak right now, like that company I feel would go Go under under. for the rest of their lives, you know, like, you opened up too soon kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, I mean, I, I agree that they need to be cautious and make sure everything's like set in place. And I do love that they're doing these staycation things to kind of, um, I feel like it's like to test the waters, no pun intended, but. Um, <laughs> so I would like to see a plan from Disney about how they're planning to return to cruising. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been crickets, you know, you haven't seen a lot of details about anything. Things like, are they going to require you to have your vaccine to be able to board a ship? Um, you know, all of those things would be helpful to know. (laughs) Social distancing on a cruise ship 
isn't as possible either Mm -hmm. as like at Disney they did things so well where they were it was easy for them to space things out and to keep into consideration this is six feet away from this and you know oh you can't go on the elevator at the same time that this person is and you just can't do that on a cruise there's not enough space right so I don't know I I think that's why another hold up Mm mm-hmm Unless they just don't sail. They won't sail at full capacity, I would think. No, I... I oh, they couldn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. I mean, we have Disneyland reopening, so... Disney Cruises are next. Disney Cruises are next! Maybe by the fall. That's what they we'll said. We'll get there. Maybe. We'll get there. Um, Disney movie news... Uh, Disney announced this week that more movies will be released onto Disney Plus for a fee. Cruella, featuring Emma Stone, will be released onto Disney Plus Premier Access and in movie theaters on May 28th. Oh, that's Benjamin's birthday. Mm. Cute. Luca will be offered for free to all Disney Plus subscribers starting June 18th. And Black Widow debuted on Disney Plus Premier Access and will be in theaters on July 9th. So the price hasn't been released for Premier Access, but Raya... Oh, wait, Raya. Raya. No, you're right, Raya. Raya. <laughs> I was looking at Sarah. I remember that. <laughs> I remember the Raya and Mulan both cost $30 to watch. So we are guessing that Cruella and Black Widow will cost the same. Have y'all seen the preview for Cruella? No. I have not. Mm-mm. You need okay. As soon as we're done recording, you need to go watch it. <laughs> okay. It looks dark, and I love and Like I feel like she's gonna do such a great job. Sarah's so like, I love dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Maybe less of a kid movie. movie. I mean, it's, it's Cruella Deville, right? Right now. Her last oh, name no, is Devil. It's neat to meet something different, you know, to see yeah. something different that's not a princess or, True. you know, it's a little different for Disney. And I'm well, let's interested. face it, her her cartoon character face is scary. So to see a live action would be crazy. Yeah. So do you have to pay $30? Like you have to pay $30 for Raya. Then you have to pay $30 for Mulan, $30 yes. for Corella, yes. Yes. maybe, possibly, depending on the price. Right. Um, do you think that they'll ever come out with like... If you pay this much, you'll always be a premier access person. Does that make sense? You can write in. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like pay so much per year and you get those premier access movies included. Because if you're you're buying Black Widow, Raya, Mulan, Cruella, that's four. That's $120. But just think if you were going to see them in the movie theater. It would be more I than mean, that for my family. That's how we justify the cost. Because we've done Raya and we've done Mulan, both premiere access. Mm-hmm. And it's cheaper than if we were to go see it at the movie theater. It is cheaper. And everybody yeah, gets their own snacks. If Tuesdays. True. <laughs> it would still be cheaper. Oh, no. For your it family. It would be the same, right? Five times six is 30. Character Breakfast returned to Hollywood and Vine in Hollywood Studios. The play and dine experience with the Disney Junior characters is back. As you know, many seasonal dines had already returned last fall for lunch and dinner. Now breakfast is back and can be enjoyed with characters like Doc McStuffins, Vampirina, and more. Vampirina is my favorite. 
Just going to throw that out there. She's pretty cute. Yeah. Just like Topolina's Terrace and Chef Mickey's, the characters are going to stay at a safe distance while visiting the guests. They won't be able to sign autographs or to pose for selfies. The meal is no longer a buffet. It is a prefix meal. You select a single entree choice and all you can eat pancakes is one of the options. Yeah, I think buffets are gone the way of the dodo, people. Yeah. I'm surprised that it says here that they won't pose for selfies because we went to Hollywood and Vine and I mean you can you got to stay six feet away but you can turn around and take a picture while yeah, they're behind you, you. And they, were, selfie? they were yeah. posing like yeah I think they just mean your traditional hugging and hugging like okay let's you know yeah I think so too but I think that they're also trying to prepare people because it's the whole give an inch people take a mile kind of thing. So if they mm -hmm. let them know ahead of time, then they prepare themselves. I don't know. I just feel like Disney's always trying to be so cautious. Yeah. Yeah. And I will tell you at Hollywood and Vine, they, there are so few tables in there being mm -hmm. seated. So you, I mean, you're like in a section with like five, maybe other tables. So when the characters come over, it's like all about you. Your family. And it, like you're, it's just very, it's a lot more intimate. Like, it's not so overcrowded. That was kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Which is going to be hard when they open back up full. I know. Oh. <laughs> so crazy. So Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar has a new secret menu. They have four secret menu cocktails. The Lucky Lindy, the Bully Mammoth, Starry Night Mojita, and the Oxygen Tank. These all interested me just because of the names. So the Lucky Lindy is a floral and sweet drink and it's made with by job fire jameson never heard of it but must be a big deal because they were very excited about it the people that i was listening to the bully mammoth is a citrus and tea-based cocktail the mojita is solid and classic so if you've had a mojita it's um i don't even know what liquor it is actually but it has mint leaves in it it's um rum it's very refreshing though it's not it's it's a light drink and then the oxygen tank apparently tastes like cotton candy Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Um, so over at the hangar bar as well, they have some secret menu fries. They're house-made fries marinated in malt vinegar and then fried. They're served with garlic ranch, yum, and ketchup. They also have a new flatbread, the Berber flank steak flatbread. It features romesco? Is that how you would say that? Romesco That's, sauce? Yeah. What is romesco sauce? I had no idea. <laughs> Manchego, I can look it up uh, for you. And peppers. Only the flatbread is on the menu. So if you want to try any of the drinks that Vicky talked about or the secret homemade fries, you're going to have to ask your server. Those fries sound delicious. I know. I if it's the same garlic ranch that they use at the deluxe burger, oh my gosh, that was so good. I mean, fries just sound delicious, right? <laughs> Why would you even offer ketchup if you have the garlic ranch? Like, I think garlic it's for, ranch or ketchup. <laughs> I think it's for boring friends. Right. <laughs> the joy of tea over in Epcot has salt and pepper popcorn chicken. That sounds really good. It isn't necessarily the fanciest meal you can get at Epcot, but it is some yummy chicken with bok choy. Joffrey's Royal Anandapur Tea Company in Animal Kingdom has a single super dessert. It is lemon cake, 
it is a little loaf of lemon goodness and it isn't too sweet or too tart and it has a yummy light icing on the top that sounds refreshing perfect sounds for the hot good. weather mm. oh, i love me some lemon cake i don't have it all the time but i love it so yeah we just awesome. did a lemon cake for my father-in-law's birthday and it was pretty good mm. yummy stuff also at Joffrey's, you can find a strawberry and cheese pastry at the kiosks around Disney World. This pastry is very similar to a Danish, but it is topped with a lot of powdered sugar and less icing. The strawberry and cheese filling was equally balanced within the pastry. Joffrey's in Disney Springs has added a new coffee upgrade. You can now get Orange Bird printed on the top of your coffee for 50 cents. And I don't think we reported on this, but did you guys know that you can... Um... Send you can text to the Joffrey's place a picture of yourself, and they will their machine will draw a picture of you on the top of your coffee. What? <laughs> I mean, why would you want that? I don't know, but I don't know because it's freaking amazing and it will look so cool in a picture. And if you're only <laughs> gonna, I don't know how much extra it is, but Orange Bird for fifty cents, yes, like that well, would yeah, be cool. fifty cents I think is a good deal. I'm just not sure how much it'd be if it was your real picture. Yeah. <laughs> sounds a little narcissistic to me <laughs> but it'd be fun to do it as a surprise for someone yeah you know get your like kids a hot cocoa for my husband i might like, put a picture of you two together oh that would be oh, sweet see that's cute that would be cute i'm just thinking about myself here but i don't <laughs> other people sarah you're much nicer than i am <laughs> that's why i was up here saying that sounds narcissistic <laughs> The Ganachery in Disney Springs has had an exciting Easter drink. It is a chocolate bunny rabbit filled from the bottom to right below the ears with the chocolate bourbon drink. The drink is made in-house with chocolate, milk, cream, vanilla bean, bourbon, and a pinch of salt. The Ganachery has a non-alcoholic version of this as well. That sounds like a stomach ache. <laughs> I was about to say, I'll start drinking to have that but if there's a non-alcoholic version so that's good it's super cute looking though it, it looks like a hollowed out bunny but i guess it can't be because wouldn't it like melt while you're holding and drinking it, it? says it's a chocolate bunny rabbit filled yeah that's why i'm like that's a lot like you drink this whole sugary drink and then you have a bunny rabbit shell to eat yeah, cool. yeah. bring a ziploc bag <laughs> And I wonder in the Florida heat is having a beverage to drink out of a chocolate vessel. That's what I'm saying. The best idea. It'd be like in the movie Willy Wonka where that guy wants his house built out of chocolate and then it melts and he's so upset. This is going to be one of those things that's like available for a day and then they're like, that was a bad idea. Sorry. It is so cute though. I'm looking at pictures and it's like. It is so cute. <laughs> the rules are you have to eat it inside somewhere. <laughs> it's really small. Well, no, it's not too small. It's like a shot. Oh my gosh, you, you guys just need to Google it because it's like super, the bunny itself is super cute. cute. Yeah, he is really cute. <laughs> and it comes in a little box. And so I guess if it starts to melt, then... The chocolate will collect in the box. There you but go. it's not hot chocolate. It's like a cold chocolate milk in the inside, right? Right. But I'm yes. just, we're saying in the heat of Florida, it's going to melt. Even yeah. in the heat of your hand. Like, I never just take a 
chocolate bunny and hold it in my hand for a while. <laughs> well, because it's, it's like in this little like yeah. wooden box kind of thing. It kind so of just, yeah. It, it, it almost looks like a Chinese takeout box. Yeah, but not not completely. I don't know how to describe it. Okay, it looks super cute, and I would go to Disney just for that. I think the, it looks bunny. like the bunny is judging me though. <laughs> and you and you drink it out of the back of its head. Yes. <laughs> okay, we gotta keep right, rolling. Right, right. Or I'm yeah, gonna get in trouble. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Let's keep talking about these Disney Easter treats. Over at Magic Kingdom, you can find a chocolate Easter cupcake. Sounds a little easier to eat. It is a basic chocolate cupcake with a seasonal twist. It's topped with yellow, purple, and blue frosting. With, of course, you guessed it, some Mickey ears. They have pastel sprinkles and a white chocolate Easter egg. This cupcake would make a great picture for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, right along with all of these other <laughs> Instagrammable food items. That's what I'm all about. Over at the Old Key West Resort, their Easter cupcake is a lemon cupcake filled with strawberry filling topped with green buttercream frosting resembling grass and Easter decorations. The cake is a tie-dyed explosion of color and the tart strawberry filling. Guests thought they could have put a little more of a strawberry filling in the cupcake. And this will be available at Goods Food To Go through April 5th. So far, that has my vote. So <laughs> this is, um, I saw this one on a vlog. And so, you know, when Hostess came back out after they closed for a little while and then they came back out and you had like that little blurb of white filling in the middle of the oh, uh -huh. of the hostess cupcake that's what it looked like on this cupcake um mm. with the strawberry Aww. filling it was like just a little dot of it like a tease almost bummer so our next item is right up my six-year-old's alley because all she wants is strawberries all the time in her desserts especially at the artist palette there is a new easter cake at disney's saratoga springs resort this cake has three layers, light blue, yellow, and pink. In between the layers are strawberry buttercream and fresh diced strawberries. It is topped with green buttercream frosting, resembling grass, and topped with Easter decorations. That sounds, sounds good very too. cute. As long as the strawberries don't go bad, we're good. Because, yeah, it looked really good with the strawberries and buttercream, strawberries and buttercream. The Boardwalk Bakery has their own Easter cupcake too. Surprise! <laughs> this is a classic vanilla cupcake with lemon curd filling and a vanilla buttercream frosting that is light green. It's topped with yellow and pink buttercream flowers and pink and yellow pastel candies. Um, the guest that reported on this said that the lemon curd filling was just the right amount and the frosting to the cake ratio was great. Uh, again, this was our, I guess, the opposite of what we talked about with that strawberry filled one the lemon curd one it was like all the way through so like every bite you got you were going to get some lemon curd so that was nice it looked how do i want to say that proportionate thank you it was proportionate the beach club has four easter treats the Easter cookies and cream bonbon is something for all of you Oreo fans out there. It's filled with an Oreo mousse with an Oreo base and then sprayed with velvety white chocolate on the outside. You're going to get four of these in a serving. They also have Robin's egg blueberry macaroons filled with blueberry filling. They sit on top of a chocolate 
crunch nest. There's a carrot cake cupcake. Of course, they had to get some carrot cake somewhere that has cream cheese frosting. It's decorated with buttercream green grass and a fake carrot made of icing down on the center of the cupcake. The Easter bunny strawberry cheesecake is a strawberry cheesecake with a lemon crust and then sprayed in the velvety white chocolate. Which must be oh. something new because it made it look like with fur. Um, both on the bonbons and on that, the way that they sprayed that white chocolate on there, it made it look like it was the fur of a bunny rabbit. It was weird. That's interesting. Hmm. And I also think it's very talented for someone to figure out exactly how much icing to squirt down in the middle of the cupcake so that when you cut the carrot cake in half, it looks like the carrot coming to a point. Oh, that's really fun too. That's awesome, yeah. Disney does it all. They sure do. Yeah, over at Everglades at Disney Springs, there's a new donut called Rollin' with the Peeps. The donut <laughs> is dipped in vanilla frosting that is green and looks like grass. I see a trend here. Yes. <laughs> topped with pastel colored confetti decorations, malted milk ball eggs, and bunny peeps. And they also have an Easter beverage for you to try out, which is the Strawberry Sour Patch Lemonade. I would not combine those two together because the sour would definitely probably overweigh the sweet. Oh, for sure. I don't know. All of this like spring Easter stuff just gets me excited. I love the way it all looks. Like spring colors are, it's just so pretty and happy. Apparently, Disney is excited for grass, too. (laughs) Very into the grass. Um, (laughs) So switching our gears here, we're going to head over to merchandise news. We have some new mini ears. The pastel ears are at the World of Disney at Disney Springs. They have iridescent sequins on the ears and a pastel tie-dyed bow in the center. There are some periwinkle ears that have periwinkle sequins on the ears and in the center. There is a lightweight frilly periwinkle bow. There is also a new pair of eye pink and purple ears. The ears are lilac sequins with a huge pink and white polka dot polka dotted bow in the center. Ooh, it sounds very um, spring sparkly and yes, like here's my Easter bonnet as ears. Well, I think um, Periwinkle for me and all you guys are, your kids are younger, but my daughter used to love Blue's Clues and his best friend was, or her best friend was Periwinkle. And so that when I saw it, I'm like, oh, Periwinkle ears, like from Blue's Clues. Oh. (laughs) So I had a reflection moment. There's new popcorn bucket at Disney World and it can be found in Dino-Rama in Dino-Land, which I thought was an interesting place for it to be found. It features Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy. And also on the bucket, Mickey and friends can be spotted with some of the Disney icons like Splash Mountain, Dumbo Ride, and the Jungle Cruise and more. So the friends are actually within like the rides on Mm. this. It's very retro looking. This week, 101 Dalmatians Vintage Outfits were spotted at Uptown Jewelers in the Magic Kingdom and Marketplace Coop in Disney Springs. There is a Pongo shirt and a Perdita dress. 
The pongo shirt looks like a bowling shirt and it features pongo on the back with some bowling pins. Above pongo, it says pongo's pins. The Perdita outfit is a dress and a cardigan. It has a poodle style skirt, um, but it has a Dalmatian on it instead. The sweater is white with specks of black thread to make it look like a Dalmatian and features a Disney letter P on the left side of the chest. That sounds really cute. I don't really get the bowling thing. I I was wondering, I don't, I haven't watched that movie in a long time. Did he go bowling? Did Pongo's, no, okay. Then I'm not sure either. Yeah, I, I'm just, not sure about that one. <laughs> maybe they just wanted to go with like the 50s style. It was yeah. cute. It is really the cute. Dress. The poodle skirt. Yeah. It's super cute. It's a cute. stretch, Disney. I mean, <laughs> it is. <laughs> We're not buying it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they had to get something cute out with Cruella coming out, right? Or like, yeah. oh, let's start pushing Dalmatian merch. Um, there is a new Dooney and Burke at Legends of Hollywood and Hollywood Studios and at World of Disney at Disney Springs. The new collection is called Sidekicks. It features characters like Lumiere, Miko, the mice from Cinderella, Cogsworth, Sebastian, Pua, Hey Hey, and many more. <laughs> That's just how um, Moana always says it. Hey yes. Hey. Um, but this can be found in a tote, a backpack, a crossbody bag, and a magic band. There is also a specialty annual pass holder satchel bag that is available. Oh, I love that. All the sidekicks. That's cute. Oh, yeah. It that is, is like, cute. super cute. It is Do really, really cute. One that, or is, um, why can't I think of the, the bird in Little Mermaid? Oh, Scuttle's on Scuttle? there too. Scuttle. 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 Okay, he's good. on there. And Flounder? Is Flounder Yes, on Flounder there? is on there. I, if I would have listed all the things on there, <laughs> we would have been no, here forever. I just, I just always feel like Little Mermaid has the best sidekicks. Like right. the side characters in Little Mermaid are my absolutely favorite ones. And so it was just fun. I saw Sebastian. So just making sure the other two got their play in there as well. All right, real fast. Who, who are everybody's favorite sidekicks? I think mine are Rapunzel with... Um, the horse maximus and um oh. <laughs> oh my gosh i can't even think of his name the little Sven chameleon oh oh what is his name, is he <laughs> his name? what's yes. the gecko's name in tangled i'm pascal. blanking pascal. pascal pascal yeah yes 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 maximus and pascal are my are my current favorites what do you I think, Stephanie? I think it's too I, hard. I know this to put me on the spot like that. I don't know. I've got to think about it. I, right now, I'm just going to have to like looking at that list. I'm going to have to go with Margie. I I love um, Sebastian and I love um, Flounder. Mm -hmm. No, Scuttle. Scuttle is my absolute favorite sidekick. When have <laughs> I been wrong? When it's important, like, like I just <laughs> the things that he says, like I just I don't know. So have you All ever right. seen have you ever seen that in the theater, like the mini musical? No, uh, yes. Our friend's son was Scuttle, and um, there are two teachers, and they, he oh my gosh nailed it. All the kids wore Heelys, 
Did you see that production stuff? It was at the the um, college a couple years ago. I don't think I did. I went back two weeks because the first week I went, it was the first, I never usually go the first week because they're working out all the kinks, but it was still so fun to watch him. That and his tap dance number as Scuttle were my favorite. He I was amazing. I love Scuttle so much. The Dingle Hopper, like I just, I rewatched that movie sometimes. And I'm like, he is just so good. Like, and Sebastian and Founder, like all of them three together. I don't know. Well, I would, just love those sidekicks. Would you consider Olaf to be a sidekick? Yes. I, okay, I feel well like then, he's more of a main character. He's, but I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Maybe he know. is more of a main he's, character. I feel like he's more of an integral part of the story. Yeah. True. I don't know. Now um, we're gonna like, like ponder like over this. <laughs> like the now little we're off topic. <laughs> I know. Sorry. This oh, is a fine. Friday. A Friday um, podcast idea vicky like talking about all of the sidekicks <laughs> we can do that we can totally do that but first we have to get through that bracket that we've been talking about for three weeks yes we do. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's i'm gonna start to wrap us up here there is a new disneyland starbucks canvas tote bag that debuted this week in the downtown disney district the starbucks logo is on one side of the tote on the other side of the tote, they have Disneyland icons like Space Mountain, the castle, and more. The bottom of the bag and the handles are made with faux leather. This bag is definitely roomy enough to carry all of your park essentials. The thing that's interesting is I see these bags. They're totally cute. I want them, but I do not need them. Oh. Like, you know, when they put that bag, if you spend this much money, you can buy this bag for this much. And I think I want that bag. I need, I need that bag. <laughs> you can use it for something. Yeah. I need one. I need just one though. Yeah. But I do need some sort of Disney backpack. <laughs> so thanks for joining us this week to Sarah and Margie. It's been a crazy episode for all of us. I think we've all been kind of, I think we're all on lack of sleep. Poor Margie moved across the country and yeah, we're all just living through it with her. Yes, you are. <laughs> if you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. And be sure to listen to Friday's show while Vicki and I discuss my recent trip to Disney. If you are interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com and Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your years, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.